0: The following program is a part of the TCC Connection, Tulsa Community College's student newspaper. Episodes of the season of Podcasts for a Day include programming made available by the Electronic Communication class during the 2022 spring semester. Students were tasked with the creation of their own podcast episode. For the full season of Podcasts for a Day provided by the course, visit tccconnection.com or whichever platform you may be listening to. Enjoy the following episode.
1: Welcome to the Community Ties podcast. In this session, I'm joined by my longtime friend, Tyler Brigger. This podcast will delve into the many communities we as humans create to either form bonds with others or construct safe and comfortable space for ourselves. Communities in our society do not have to be so cut and dry. They can be small or large, expensive or free, time consuming or just for a moment. Communities are what you make of them and that is, in my opinion, the
0: most human part of these social interactions. So Tyler wants to introduce himself. I'm Tyler. I'm 20 years old and I've known Canon for about eight or nine years now met him in middle school and had the privilege of being his friend since. You know, I tried to
1: do my best. So we're going to hop straight into our questions. And first I'm going to take it back a little bit and I'm going to ask who used to be a role model or someone in your life that you looked up to when we were young, like middle
0: school. There's a couple answers to that, but I think the biggest role model in my life has definitely been my father. Someone that I've always had the Privilege you're looking up to.
1: I get that. And I know you didn't do many sports as a kid. So what did you do with your dad to grow up and
0: grow with him? Uh, we, were, we hunted a lot. That was something you guided me through and something you definitely can't learn by yourself. So That's for sure. Yeah.
1: And would you say your perception of him has changed over the course of you growing up and
0: just watching him grow older? I think definitely. I think when you're younger, there's kind of a unrealistic view of your parents. Kind of just see them as like a superhero and mm-hmm. don't see the flaws. Like you
1: don't see them be emotional or yeah. really sad. And then you grow up and realize all of this stuff is just so much mental capacity to deal with all these situations and kids on top of that. So, yeah. And they're just people too, trying to get through
0: life. <laughs> when we were young,
1: what did a community mean to you? Or what did you think was a community you wanted to be a part of?
0: Mm, my neighborhood was real big. A pretty tight knit community. We all came outside and played together, and the families were all good friends.
1: That's cool. So I can't speak much to that. I grew up in the boonies, so it was just me. <laughs> but I tried when I was at school. So we already mentioned that you saw your father grow up as you were growing up. What kind of community did you see him in? As
0: he uh, he was a professional welder for twenty-something odd years. So that was definitely a big part of his life is I saw the like shop culture, you know what I mean? Former homies, Yeah. <laughs> employees, friends. A lot of those kind of people. I think that was probably in the church community. He was very involved in the church.
1: Mm, I, so. I get that actually. I didn't think about that when I was even writing it. The church community was big for me as a kid. What have you realized about the people in that community or group? So let's say the welding community or church community since you've grown up? Have you seen anything differences, any actual, things that you might have thought were they were rough around the edges and they're not so much now?
0: Yeah, I mean, it goes both ways. There's good things I thought about them that turned out to be bad. And there's things that I used to respect about them. And when, now that I'm older, you kind of see them as flaws, you know?
1: I completely get that. Just people as you grow up, you got, I guess you get a better mental image of them and yeah. understanding and watching them and how they treat others. And treating
0: others is kind of like The main way to determine how somebody's going to treat you
1: so yeah i'm definitely more of a watcher than a doer you know i'm not trying to go out and enforce what i think on people i just try and watch them and then hopefully they turn out to be who my mental image is and if they don't let that down you know i put my trust in them so now with a little bit more experience you know almost 21 he's almost 21. (laughs) what is the most important community you have been in to enforce your views on life
0: I would honestly have to say the church is where I like formed most of my worldview probably at least the part that still remains with me I've formed a lot of views that I've left behind and a lot of views that I've held on to but I think the majority the ones that I've held on to have come from the church community
1: so I get that is there anything little that you appreciated growing up now that you can look back on it Like for me, I used to go to Case as a kid. and I was never good at skateboarding. I just watched everyone that was good. I just, I wanted to be like them. I I never really picked it up and was too insane. But I mean, they were just the nicest people ever. You know, they would encourage me to just do the, just drop in. That's all it was. And to me, it was like the biggest cliff that I couldn't jump off of. But just having, I mean, so much nicer than you think. You walk up to the park and you're afraid of all these people because you think that's a community I can't fit in because I can't do the things they can do or I'm not as old as them, I'm not,
0: I don't have to worry about the things they have to worry about. And I mean, that goes back to the parent thing where in reality, they're all just people dealing with their own things and that's why they get these negative images, but in reality, I mean, there's good in all of us. Yeah, I
1: can can understand that. I definitely understood that growing up that people are so much more diverse than you take them for, you think it's, you know, you get stuck in your own life and you don't really think about just the infinite possibilities that could be going on in someone else's life. It's almost scary to ask, is everything okay? <laughs> or, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Can I help you with something? Because you're like, what box of worms am I about to open? No. You're neither helping someone or... But nonetheless, you got to ask, so. agree. Getting into more societal <clears throat> questions. Do you think that we, as a society, focus too much on one community in our lives? Like, stick to a niche group or in fear of being rejected out of other communities we stay in our comfort zones
0: i think it's definitely easy like the easiest thing to do is find a group of people that you get along with and then just shut any other opinions out or any other people expressing themselves and just stick with yours i think that's probably the easiest but i mean i definitely do think that that's a problem like it uh then you're fully excluding yourselves from those other opinions and from those other views.
1: Yeah, and how can you grow if you're not influenced by new things, right?
0: Yeah. I get that. You can't learn from people that are just as good as you. You got to find people that are
1: better. You got to find people that can do a double hill flip. <laughs> yeah. And looking back on all of that, what do you truly value in your own community, community or family and group of friends? What's something that as soon as you see it in a person, you're like, I'm there for that person or that person's there for me.
0: Probably the moment someone shows real loyalty, like not just something shallow, but you see someone do something and it uh, shows that they're a truly loyal person. I think that's when my view on a lot of people changes.
1: Yeah, I guess it's kind of a hard question to answer if I'm saying pure loyalty just off of, you know, meeting someone for the first time. It's got to be a bundle of experiences, but I definitely think if I ever see someone and I know in my head they didn't have to do that, but they did it because of the kindness of their heart or just because they wanted to help and that's that gets my initial trust I think as soon as you do something that you don't have to do for someone else yeah. because I don't see that a lot just in public and you know you obviously miss a bunch of the good in people because you could see someone random do something bad and you're like oh that's
0: a bad person but yeah. you never you never know so I guess that's a bundle of monkeys and I mean it's hard to do those good things because it's not like those things get... Appreciated.
1: In the future, what do you hope to see in terms of different communities?
0: What would you want to see in downtown Tulsa be more of? I think there could be a big expansion in the car community. I think that's going to be a a thing that I'd definitely like to see.
1: Um, Yeah, I've seen a couple of those uh, exotic car meets and then the meets down uh, downtown by, I can't remember the coffee house name. You were there. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, that was down in Park, but yeah, I do, I do look forward to that. You know, obviously, if we can keep it safe and keep the hooligans from yeah. killing themselves, but we don't speak too much more than that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I put, I put it in there. I would wish I want a, a Tulsa skate park. I know there's the gathering place, but let's be honest, there's a standalone skate park. That's a kitty park, and uh, <laughs> you're you're looking for danger if you go down there. Gonna run into someone, or but besides that. And I mean, it's really more bike themed for a lot of it. So That is true. Yeah. Pump track me. How do you feel right now, after talking all about that, about the communities you're in right now? I mean, I feel
0: mostly good because pretty much the only communities that I'm in at the time are the car community, the skate community, and the church. And those are all things that I think are things you can be proud of.
1: Yeah. So. I think it's important to mention, I just thought about it, but it's important to mention that if you don't love the community that you're in, that you're in, obviously you shouldn't be there. But even if you're just in one, two, or 10 communities, if you love every aspect of all of those social interactions and events, I think that's what that's what makes it either a core memory or just something that you can look back on and realize that you didn't waste that day.
0: Yeah. And you don't have to be confined to just one community. I mean, it's a, it's a good thing, honestly, to be part of multiple communities.
1: Yeah, and honestly, as a kid, I can understand how a bunch of those other communities could be scary. Like the skate community as a kid was scary. <laughs> Cars were scary because I was like, they know so much more than me. I don't know anything. Or just the community of older people than yourself, you know, wanting to hang out with the high schoolers, wanting to hang out with the college kids after football practice, stuff like that. And I think all these communities can be scary, and they can be scary to look at from afar, but just talking to people will make you realize that they want to talk to you probably just as much as you want to talk to them. And you just talk about things you love, and it's one of the best feelings
0: ever share your community with their community. Yeah, sure and then, then to get to them, them hooked on your community yeah.
1: and then just roller coasters from there. Yep. Thank you for joining us. And that was our first session of Community Ties.